So today is the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker. Traditionally, up until probably the Second Vatican Council, and, and even, to be honest, after, afterwards, I, I, the Council spoke about this particular issue, but I don't think people really believed it for another couple of decades, and maybe we're not even there yet. But the idea of the universal call to sanctity, the universal call to holiness, that all of us are called to sanctity, uh, traditionally it would have been considered maybe more difficult for lay people to uh, be saints because religious have exactly that, a religious program. So they have prayer in the morning, you know, communal prayer in the morning, depending on the religious institution. They may have it multiple times throughout the day. They may, they may pray the whole office uh, in common together, plus times of meditation, times of prayer, and all sorts of that, all sorts of programmed uh, prayer. So that obviously makes it easier to be a saint because you're in contact with God more. You probably go to Mass every day. Uh, so then you've more you've access to more grace. So the idea traditionally was that uh, when it came to sanctity, priests and religious had a head start, and lay people were going to find it some some bit more more difficult. So the Second Vatican Council speaks about this: the universal call to sanctity <coughs> that all of us, all priests, religious, lay man, woman, wherever we're from, all of us are called to sanctity. Now, if all of us are called to sanctity, how is this going to work? Because, as I said, priests and religious have a religious, generally a religious program. They're bound to pray the liturgy of the hours and so on. So how do lay people, how can a lay person be a saint? Because they can't necessarily go to Mass every day. They probably can't do a holy hour every day. They, 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 they won't have the same quantity. Generally speaking, it'll be very difficult for them to have the same quantity of prayer as a religious person. So how can a lay person become a saint? I better answer that quickly, or there are going to be all sorts of complaints. Uh, so uh, a lay person can become a saint by basically sanctifying their day, sanctifying their work. Hence, St. Joseph the worker. St. Joseph wasn't a priest of his day. St. Joseph, as Father today was said at the beginning of Mass, did ordinary tasks with extraordinary love, sanctified the ordinary things of the day. That's how any of us become saints. Because to be honest, you can actually attend a regular program, a prayer program. Uh, you can celebrate Mass every day. You can receive Holy Communion every day. And all of this, valid and powerful and all as it is, can have zero effect on me. That, which isn't to say that, that the, the sacraments of the prayer isn't good or isn't valid or, or hasn't grace attached to it or isn't the source of grace itself, the Holy Eucharist, but it can have zero effect on me if I don't want it to change me. If, I'm, if I have absolutely decided that there's a particular sin or uh, grievance that I will not let go of, if there's a person who I should forgive, who I will not forgive, I choose not to forgive, if there's a, a, a marital affair going on in my life that I'm guilty of, that I will not let go of, well, then I can pray, uh, I can receive Holy Communion, I can, but if I'm not in a state of grace, it's not going to help me much, actually receiving Holy Communion. Not in a state of grace actually makes it worse. Uh, St. Paul teaches it, the church, the church teaches it. So it's, it's, it's not just a case of receiving Holy Communion every day or, or spending a lot of time in prayer. There, there's a little more to it because all of those things are external. What's the internal reality? If I receive Holy Communion with an open heart, with a desire to change, with a desire to be nourished, 
then absolutely Holy Communion every day will change me, will, could help me very, very quickly to become a saint, absolutely. But if I receive less often, but with great openness, I can absolutely become a saint, absolutely. But it depends on how I live my day. Again, we have to be careful um, to not misunderstand this and to understand how the, the Holy Eucharist works when we receive it. Um, there have been all sorts of exaggerations and misunderstandings over the centuries which the, the, the church has tried, Mother Church has tried to guide us through. Some people thought that the more host you received, the more grace you received. So if you received Holy Communion multiple times a day, then you got more grace. Sounds very logical. One Holy Communion, infinity of grace. Ten Holy Communions must be better. Right? So then people would go to Mass um, or just catch the, Holy the, the distribution of Holy Communion. Uh, so to say there was a 10 o'clock Mass, an 11 o'clock Mass, and a midday Mass, they might go to both and then catch the reception of Holy Communion in another church and receive multiple times a day, thinking, again, that the more often I receive, the more grace I receive, the quicker I become a saint. So the church said, no, twice a day, max. Again, sometimes people have this issue when they say, you know, why would the church stop people going to Holy Communion? The problem isn't, like, it's a sin to receive Holy Communion three, four, or five times a day. The problem is, if I think <clears throat> that the more Holy Communion I receive, the more grace I receive, that's a problem. That's a theological issue. That, that you receive Jesus, body, blood, soul, divinity, entirely, everything that you need in one Holy Communion. Or even if it's a half a host, say we're, running, we're starting to run out towards the, the, the end of the queue and there aren't enough hosts, the sacristan forgets to put them out, and you get a half a host, you still get all of Jesus, body, blood, soul, divinity, entirely. You get them, everything you need. To receive ten hosts gives you no extra grace. So we shouldn't be kind of too mechanical about how, how, how uh, grace is, is, is transmitted to the Holy Eucharist. Uh, so for the validity uh, of the reception of Holy Communion, all you need is valid matter, so the, the, the correct form, the correct uh, Holy Communion host, the, the wafer, if you will, and then a validly ordained priest. Okay, then you have all, everything that you need in, in that Eucharist. Now, the subjective side, how much that Holy Communion bears fruit in my life, now that depends on me. Uh, so if you're the layperson receiving, or yeah, that depends on the person receiving. The person receiving their faith doesn't make the Eucharist more or less valid. Their faith is irrelevant to how valid the Holy Communion is, but their faith is absolutely crucial to how much that grace will bear fruit. Fruit, so that's the important word. How much fruit will be born in their lives absolutely depends on their faith and on, on how, how they receive and kind of why they receive and the reverence with which they receive and how they wish the Lord to transform their lives afterwards. So the fruit of, of the rosary or the sacraments or whatever it may be, I should have said the other order, hierarchical order, sacraments, sacramentals, so the sacraments first and then the sacramentals afterwards, the fruit borne by those depends on me, depends on the person receiving. So, that understood, it means that as a layperson, receiving maybe less often or praying quantitatively less than uh, a person who's, who's a priest or religious, but doing so with a great openness of heart, with great love, with a great desire to glorify God, to praise his holy name, and that this prayer will change your life, that can actually bear more fruit than a person who prays more than you, quantitatively. So, can a layperson become a saint? Absolutely. Also, sanctifying your day, sanctifying your work. I mean, is, 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 uh, what, what does that mean? What does that look like? 
Well, say you're, you work in a kitchen, right? Stressful environment. Hot and sweaty and knives and people screaming at you and all sorts of orders. And, you know, it's a high-pressure in, in, in environment. Uh, and then people outside say, oh, oh, my asparagus is slightly overdone. No, no, no. Bring it back. And you're in the kitchen preparing 17,000 dishes and your asparagus slightly overdone. Is that what they think? So they said, who said it? Who said it? Point them out to me. I have a knife. You know, you can just imagine. You wouldn't... Anyway, it's a difficult... Okay, so you're working in that environment or bricklaying or furniture making and you offer all of this up out of love to God. Or you're a housewife at home and you're preparing meals and you're cleaning up, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the work is. It just doesn't matter. What matters is the love with which it is done. So you're sweeping streets and say, Lord, I sweep the street out of love for those who live here and out of love for you, God. I, I, give it, <coughs> I give it all to you. So now the next hour of work is now a form of prayer. Now, we have to be careful to not say, well, you know, I, I swept streets and offered it, about to, uh, offered it up to God so now I don't need to pray the rosary or I don't need to go to Mass. Okay, let's not be. Sanctify your day as it is. Fulfill also your obligations to prayer. If you know, Sunday obli- your Sunday obligation to go to Mass, and if you can at all, uh, the, the, the prayer of the rosary throughout the day. But what I'm saying is, the whole day can be sanctified. All your work can be sanctified, which means you spend your day in union with God. You spend your day filling it with acts of love for God. Now, that absolutely can make of any person a saint. In fact, that's what the regular prayer program of a religious person is supposed to do, redirect their hearts to God. So if I'm working out there, or if, uh, if I say as a priest or religious, I have a regular prayer program, both can absolutely sanctify me. God's grace surrounds us. We receive Holy Communion. We've been baptized. We have all the sacraments that we need for our respective vocations. And then my heart is open to that grace and wants it to bear fruit in my life. So that's, that's the, the way of the saints. Sanctify your day. Sanctify the ordinary things. St. Teresa of Lisieux, doctor of a church, because she was, in her spirituality, so incredibly profound yet simple. Right? I can pick up a pin off the ground, but with great love, and that could save a soul. With great love, with great love. So, Lord, I love you. I thank you for the privilege of being able to work here, to live here. So, when you think about it, like this, also has the uh, another fruit. This, this, that lifestyle of living everything out of love for God, also makes us joyful. It makes us joyful because it, it's not more anymore about what I do, but the love with which I do it. So now, as a housewife, I'm not thinking, oh, I'm unfulfilled and I haven't realized my full potential or my intelligence, whatever it is. I mean, if you're, if, if you're doing it out of love for God and you're, you know, you're serving your family, you're loving your family that way, great. Uh, if, if, you know, if you're a teacher, but no, I'm not, I haven't made it to my, my principal post yet, so I'm backbiting and trying to climb the ladder and trying to make, sh- make sure that the principal, every single failure that he or she has is shown up so that hopefully they'll retire early. And who did you think will get the promotion? You know, all this. And then constantly unhappy with where I am now, because I want to always be somewhere else, some gradino, some step higher, uh, some step higher than where I am. And because of that, I'm miserable. Instead of sanctifying the day where I am, living today out of love, and in so doing, 
becoming a saint. Jesus has already made all the grace that we need available to us. The fruit of that depends on me. So we ask the Lord today, as we celebrate the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker, to teach us to live our lives out of love, to teach us to fulfill our responsibilities, our acts, whatever our job is, to do it out of love, and in so doing, to experience the fruit of the grace of Christ's redemption and to experience the beautiful fruit of joy and peace in our work. Amen.